Welcome to Women in Electronics, the only show that empowers, develops, advocates, and celebrates the accomplishments and advancement of women in the electronics industry. With your host, Jackie Maddox. All right, so here we are again today with another episode of Women in Electronic Podcast Program. And we are here today with Ken Bradley from Allied, and I'm super excited to have you today. And with that, Ken, I will turn it over to you to introduce your title and what you do at Allied. Yeah, uh, great to great to be here, Jackie. Thank you so much for asking me, and um, just delighted to take part in this. And I'll give you a little introduction to myself. I work for Allied Electronics and Automation, based in Fort Worth. Um, I've been with the organization for 18 years. It's uh, absolutely stunning that it's been that long. Wow! Uh, but it's flown by. It's been a great ride. And I'm currently the president of our business for the Americas. And so within our group, which is the RS group uh, that we're a part of, you know, we're represented across the globe throughout EMEA, APAC, and then also the Americas. And so we have three distinct regions broken down by those areas. And my responsibility is for the Americas side of that, where we operate as allies, as I've referenced. So I've uh, been in this position for three years this month, uh, where I first got the, the initial assignment. And we've been on a fast-paced journey to really kind of accelerate this business and really elevate ambitions within our organization for what we can become. And um, made a lot of progress, but with the way the world works, you can't move too fast. And so it's always about what's next. And so we're looking ahead constantly and really trying to you know, shape the next step in our future at the present time. Well, well, it's really interesting because you said next. We just got back from our Women in Electronics uh, annual conference, and that was the whole discussion. Ken is next. So it's really good to hear you saying that. Um, so anyway, I will start the interview with this question, and I ask everyone this because it's really fascinating to me that how we all got here, right, in yeah. this industry. So I'm going to ask you how you got your start in the industry and what changes have you seen over the years? Like if I look at it when my start in the industry to now, that's just a breath of years of evolution, right? So how did you get your start and what significant changes have you seen in the industry? Yeah, um, so I had a very unorthodox entry into the industry and it goes way back. So in the early years, my my earlier, you know, kind of formative years of working, I really didn't come out with any knowledge about what I wanted to do, particularly from school. So my first pursuit was this idea that I wanted to be a doctor because uh, I love science, love studying. I still love science. And so I actually got my, my first degree path in university was really focused on positioning myself to go to medical school. And so I went into pre-med and um, it wasn't very long. I actually got a degree in medical technology and I was working in trauma laboratories. I was working at John Peter Smith Hospital here in Fort Worth in their trauma laboratory doing hematology studies, chemistry studies, coagulation, cell counts, all the stuff that typically is related to quickly diagnosing someone that's been through trauma. I enjoyed what I did, but I started discovering that there wasn't really an upper mobility path within that sort of space. And even as, as a physician, it's not necessarily like a traditional business environment where you're going to you progress your career in, in a similar way. And so I started wanting to explore other avenues and um, kind of finding myself. And so I, I went into 
more of a pure business environment just to test it. And I spent five years doing inside and outside sales for rider systems and a big transportation company. We sold big contracts for truck leasing and logistics uh, to companies you know, throughout the U.S. And I had a responsibility for the sales in a particular region around this area of Dallas-Fort Worth. And so that kind of was my first time to carry the bag, so to speak, and get a, a feeling for what many of our people feel like going out and engaging with customers. That led to a network contact with a customer who recruited me away. And um, I, I went to another local family-owned business here in Fort Worth. You know, And so I, I won't bore you with the details of that next step, but my point is that my career evolved through networks that I created you know, and one thing always led to another based upon a relationship I'd built with a customer or a relationship that I'd built with someone who I saw as a mentor. And that progression over several different steps in my career led to someone who was in my network, an early mentor for me, recruiting me over to Allied back in 2004. And, you know, I didn't come here into this business feeling like, you know, I, I was clear that I wanted to stay in this particular industry. It was a good opportunity with a good company who, by the way, I'd never heard of prior to being introduced initially. But as I got in, what I found was a business that actually allowed me to experience business across the full spectrum of operations from the commercial side all the way through to the supply chain. It was a space that I could go and explore what was interesting to me. And we had leadership at the time that actually fostered that as something that they, they would allow you to do and encourage you to do and open up doors for you to go and have different experiences. Lee Davidson, who was our president at the time here, just threw me at different opportunities and allowed me to find my feet in the industry to figure it out. And I remember him telling me early on when I got my first leadership role within the organization, he said, hey, Ken, you know, one thing to know, he said, you won't understand this business fully for another couple of years. There's a lot for you to learn. And I'm, of course, I'm young at this time. I'm thinking, nah, I got this, you know, but he was so right because along that journey and even today, still learning, still progressing because this business has not complex in its its idea, it's complex in its execution. And there's a lot of different elements to that. And the business has changed dramatically during that time frame from 2004 to where we're at today. And I've just gone on the journey of kind of growing my experience from product to supply chain you know, experiences in sales and around strategy, spending time in the UK uh, with our working for Lindsay Ruth, our current CEO, and getting that global experience that ultimately led me to the opportunity that I'm in now, which is leading our America's business. So it's been a long road that started with a lack of direction and through mentorship and network connections and experimentation, I find myself where I'm at. Oh my goodness. That's an amazing story. Okay. I am processing. So you went from pretty much the ER kind of situation, (laughs) trauma, literally literally to outside sales. I can say I've never heard that. (laughs) Ken, that's pretty amazing. And I imagine those skills in seeing the trauma, tending to the trauma helped you now because it takes a certain individual to handle crisis well. So that I'm sure has transferred into what you're doing now. I wouldn't say necessarily because, you know, where I was working, I was in the laboratory part of the trauma center. So I was working on specific testing to yield results for the doctors to make proper diagnoses. But I will make a connection there. I think the interest I have in science 
does translate a bit because you know the, the the desire to dissect the business you know comes from I think an interest in you know in detail and process and kind of finding root cause and then defining solutions off the back of that root cause for something that maybe we need to fix within the business. I do like to take a lot of pieces that may appear separate and find a way to fit them together into a way that tells us a good story and allows us to move forward. And so I think that science connection maybe helps me there, maybe, but it's definitely the explorer in me that's that's led me to this point. Okay. I like that explorer in you. And also you mentioned relationships. I would have to say that is so spot on because it's such a relationship driven industry and you were hundred percent correct. It is a very sophisticated channel and it does take a long time. And I think that here we are now and we'll get to this in a little bit, but man, our youth coming in, right? They're going to face this as well. It does take about a couple of years and we need a lot of resources to help them through because they have so many other options. So we're just hoping (laughs) that we can get our youth in and keep them for that couple of years while they're kind of flailing and going, what is this all about? And how how does everybody interact with each other? But once we can get them to sustain and to stay and to endure, they probably will have a very successful long career in the industry, but you're 100% about the networking, relationship building, critical and important. You also mentioned, I just want to circle on this before we get into my next question. You know, here we are, Women Electronics, we're doing this podcast. When we do a lot of the development with our female leaders, we find that in general, right, it's harder for women to take that step in the unknown. And we find a lot of our male leaders do this very well, where they can see an opportunity and just go for it. Even though they don't know everything, they have the confidence in themselves that they'll work it out. So that was such a um, a critical point that you made that you just kept trying new things. So I th- think that that's probably what led you to where you are now too, is you took those projects and opportunities. It is. And, and it really was. <laughs> Projects and opportunities, that description is perfect because in some cases, you know, when you take my time spent in Allied, you know, in those early years, it really was Lee Davidson and people like Sally Adams and others that were in the organization at the time throwing me at maybe things that other people would run from. I ran too because I saw it as a chance. To, it was a bit of me that wanted to prove something. There was the desire to kind of show what I'm capable of and to just learn. So I tend to just thrust myself into those situations, but you have to have an environment where people feel safe making mistakes to do that. And because it wasn't always successful, you know, or sometimes I tripped up initially, but it was about, you know, having leaders that were willing to say, you know what, your desire and your want to, to solve the problem, your desire and your want to, to go and try something new is what I like about you as an individual. I'm going to give you that chance and you're going to grow off the back of that. And I think we need a lot more of that in our business. And I do worry a little bit for, we'll take a little bit of a a diversion because you said something earlier that that really sticks with me. You mentioned, you know, the youth movement in our business and the need for a youth movement in our business. One of the big dilemmas we have to solve for today in our industry, because it's very different the way people work today. You know, we've got these hybrid working environments happening within our industry, within all industries, where people are spending more time at home and then coming in for specific reasons in, in our office in particular, and what that's done is it's allowed us to win talent that we probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. It's allowed us to bring people from other industries into our business that bring different perspectives and ideas you know, that we may have not have gotten in the past. 
and it's allowed us to bring in the youth movement. But the dilemma we have to solve for, and I don't have the magic button for it, is how we still allow those people to connect across our business into other functions, to explore when they're working at home. How, how do you do that? And I think for us, the problem we've got to solve for as an industry and, and us as a business is how do we create the environment where there is something compelling about bringing people together still, but it isn't just about coming in and sitting at a desk. It's coming in for a purpose that allows us then to have them experience that cross-functional touch within the business so they can find where they might want to go explore next and stretch themselves. I think we have to really be careful about how we solve for that going forward or this youth movement we're experiencing now in Allied in particular might be something that comes and goes and we can't afford for it to come and go because they bring such an asset in terms of energy, new thinking, and you know, just they're the future. So it's something we're embracing, but something we've got to continue to solve for as an industry. Well, I love that you said that. I think with leaders like you, we're going to pave the way, right? Um, I, I think that there's such a, an awareness right now. I look back on my initial time in the industry, and it's really interesting. I was actually counting parts, right? I was very hands-on, but I'm so grateful that I had that experience. I yeah. had the most grungiest start <laughs> right in the dirt, counting the parts, getting dirty. But I didn't realize then, but the leaders that I was working with were doing me a huge favor because I got to understand what all those parts did and, and touch them and feel them. And when I then reached a level where I was designing parts in, I understood what I was doing, right? Yes. And I didn't have a technical background. And this is the key too. We have a lot of like sales positions. We have a lot of different types of positions in this industry. And people can do a lot of great things in this industry without having a technical background. You can learn it. Yes. So I don't know. There's so much to this conversation that we could get into, but here's what we're going to do, Ken. I feel like I could have like, you know, four parts with you. So we're going to, this is, um we're going to conclude part one and we're going to go into a part two and we're going to get to the rest of the things that I wanted to talk to you about as far as getting to some questions about allied, but circle back around on some other leadership principles with you. Okay. So thank you for being here and we will circle back around with you with part two. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.